Welcome to the Territorial Fae Podcast, a podcast where boozy fae females discuss bookish adventures. Hey guys, welcome back to the Territorial Fae Podcast. I'm your host, Kaylee. I'm Alicia. And I'm Rachel. And today we have two guests with us. Two! Um, uh, two! Amanda and Jen. And we are going to be talking about Taryn Fisher's... No! no! Oh, you're right. You're right. My bad. Damn, it's so Taryn, though. It is. I blame Colleen it on Taryn. That... Verity. Yeah. It's all right. She's she's who like the acknowledgement or forward is for. So well, it's such a Taryn book. And it honestly, and we'll talk about this later, but the house reminds me so much of so many of the houses that Taryn writes about. The house narrow. It's fucking narrow. So that reminds me of that so much. And they are best friends. So we love you. Not guys. to mention they're I mean it's taco, right? It's Taryn right. and It's always but been taco. And I, I blame Taryn for this book entirely because Taryn legit like rubbed off on Colleen for mm-hmm. sure. Are like, they best friends? Yes. yes. Colleen. Well, that's yes. who, that's who the forward is too. It says like, as usual, this is to Taryn Fisher. So I don't know if like all of hers oh. are, are like who the dedic the dedication. Well, they have this relationship oh. where they pretend like they hate each other. Yeah, and yeah. they're always like, yeah, they're always like, you're such a fucking bitch, and I hate <laughs> you, and. And but they love each other so much; they're best friends. So yeah, they, I, they have been traumatizing each other for nearly years. a decade with yeah. these dolls. They send each other these random ass, fucking creepy as hell dolls. Yeah, I mean, they started being friends before they were even popular authors. So yeah. they, they've really grown together in this scene. And so yep. many of Colleen's books are about relationships and and things like that. And so many of romantic books are. Especially for more recent books are more mind fucks and thrillers. So they honestly remind me a lot of Verity reminds me a lot of this. I don't typically read a Colleen Hoover book. I'm not an emotional reader. I y'all know I don't do emotions well. Colleen's nothing but emotional. Right. Have you so read and any of hers before? Wait, or is this your first? This is the only Colleen Hoover book I've ever read. And I only read it because Rachel said you can read this one. It's not emotional. It's like Terrence. Okay, books. so when so, did you guys read it? Rachel read it first. Yeah, as soon as it fucking came out. So like, yeah, and then was that? Yeah, I, I have no idea. Like two, three months ago, maybe. Right? No, no, very no, 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 long ago. Ago. Came out a long time ago. 20, 2019, 2020? Because we Google it. So very, did you did you reread it for this, or are you going yeah. off of twenty eighteen? So it's been out almost five years and yeah. Rachel read it as soon it as it came out. Happened. And then I had to read it because y- y'all know she loves to be force feeding books down people's throats. She loves that. She's like, this yeah. destroyed me. You read it. It's going to destroy it. So then <laughs> you guys told me to read it because we decided we were going to do a Colleen Hoover book because right. she's been so popular lately. Right. Um, yeah. And Jen was reading Colleen Hoover when she came to visit me in November. And it just so happened that when I started so I didn't read. I listened to the book, which was only on Audible. So I listened to the book and I got a snap from Jen or something. And she was reading it at the same time. And we didn't even know we we're um, oh, that's awesome. reading. And I was like, yes, read this. Was the narrator good? 
Yes, it was. I mean, cool. um, the narrator is okay. The Verity, I think it's the same narrator, but the voice mm-hmm. she used for Verity is so much better than the voice she used for Lowen. Um, but I love that name, by the way, Lowen. I think that's such a cool name. But then we, I made, um, we, I was like, Amanda, do you want to be on the Verity episode? So she ended up reading it so quick in the last, like this past week. Uh, well, it's because it's one of those that you can't put it's it down. Like Rachel quick. and I were actually talking about it before you guys jumped on that. She said, you know, I went back and I read the a summary because I we haven't read it in so long. And yeah. she said, I went back to look at my notes and I didn't have many. And I was like, that's because it was such a fast read mm-hmm. that you're I like, I can't down. stop to make notes because I have to know what the fuck. Are I was you highlighting. Crazy? Who's yeah, crazy? I, who's crazy? You have to well, finish and then it this is- to say, hey, I need to look back and see what I missed. Like, that's right. what it was. I finished and I was like, there's so much stuff that pops out now that yes. I finished the book. <laughs> Absolutely. It's so crazy because the beginning of the year, a lot of people on Facebook were doing the like recommend 12 books from your friends and I'll read Mm -hmm. them one a month. Right. So my sister of all people who goes on like reading binges, like randomly, like throughout the years, she picked up Verity and she read it like within days. And then my cousin read it within days. And we didn't talk about all reading Verity. We just happened to have been reading Verity at the same time so like I think it's so funny that everybody in the beginning of this year decided to pick up Verity especially (laughs) since it's such an old book like it's it's been out almost five years and that that's what's funny to me is Colleen has been such a big person in the indie book world for so long like Rachel for like 10 years like I met her when she wasn't she was like just well in the indie world, she had just kind of blown up, but yeah. the whole world didn't know about her like they until do until like this last year. This right. last year with TikTok, she does the book Bonanza, right? Is that yeah? Yeah, she does book Bonanza, and in Texas, box. it's Sulphur Springs, Texas. She has the bookworm box. So, I mean, she was hosting signings there for indie authors. I mean, that's how. BB Easton blew up. That's mm-hmm. how like uh, you drove there, right? You, oh you yeah, drove there to Texas from Louisiana. Yeah, I mean, Brittany Carey, like a bunch of uh, Anna Todd. Like, I think shortly after that, Anna Todd was then with the Netflix show. I mean, it just seemed. Yeah, that's the 360 one, right? So you guys, so you, you guys picked it up back in the day because you kind of knew Colin Hoover from Taryn and Taryn. Yeah, Yeah. and then then what made you pick it up um, like in November when you, because you picked up it's. It ends with us, right? Oh, we can't hear you. We can't Jenny. hear you. <laughs> I know. I was trying to switch my headphones out. Um, oh, nice. It's funny because Verity, Alicia actually got for me for Christmas or my birthday or something. Like, we always have, like, we give each other book ideas yes. for gifts. But it was on our, started... uh, we share a Pinterest board of our book wish list. And it, it was on there for you. So I just, I think that's why I bought it. Well, everyone else knows we love books and they don't get us books. So we have each other. It's a missed opportunity. Okay. All of our people are, it's a missed opportunity for book lovers. My daughter was the only one that got me a book for Christmas and Hanukkah. And I thought, damn. And she's the one I think that, you know, he loves me the most. She, right. But in the beginning, I thought she hated me the most, but she the only one got me a book. Anyway, go ahead, Jen. Why why did you pick up Colleen Hoover? Well, we went to Barnes and Noble at some point. Like my husband and I, he started reading this year. 
Um, and I just saw the yeah. cover. Yeah, like, well, they even got a Goodreads. I know. <laughs> I saw Jen. Like I happened to hop on, like right when Jen followed him, and I'm like a minute later, I followed him too, and I was like, he goes, he goes. I told Alicia I got a Goodreads. It's official. I read now. <laughs> so okay, I want you to finish telling me how you picked this up, okay, but then I want to know what your husband reads after you tell us how you picked this up. Right, I want to know what he reads. Well, we went to Barnes and Noble because he was looking for another book. Like he actually finished a book last year and was like, all right, let me find some more. Um, and I saw the cover of It Ends With Us and I just thought it was so pretty. Yeah, and I had no idea what her books were like. I was like, you know what? I'm into YA a lot. And I also like mysteries and thrillers. So I was like, all right, let's try this out. And I liked it because it was so realistic. Like, mm-hmm. it's I will kill you, Alicia. Like, it's kind of like how real relationships can be. I like, can see not you. every relationship is beautiful. And I think that's why I liked it because it was like, Thank this you. is so messed up, but it happens. And like, I am I mean, so we'll glad talk about Lily, but Lily like was just like, she could be inspiring for other people who have had to deal with that because she was like, I'm going to walk away. Bye. <laughs> but I just thought it was so pretty. It is beautiful. It it's is a beautiful. So fucking glad that you brought that up because I shared with the girls what like right at the beginning of the year yeah this chick had made a tiktok and she was talking about how what we should do in 2023 and she was talking about canceling colleen hoover and she was talking about this book and in the the one that comes after it right it starts with us mm-hmm. oh yeah 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 i sent like, that to jen in preparation for this i was like what the holy shit because i couldn't believe it like i've read up until recently, Colleen, Clu- Colleen, Colleen Hoover. We can get it out in a minute. Colleen Hoover is a one click for me. She always had been. Her stories were something that captivated me. Ugly Love, maybe someday, like hands down favorite all time Colleen Hoover books. Too Late was like something different that she started on Wattpad that we begged her and begged her to turn into an actual physical book. And she did. She turned around and-, and I remember and, that. I mean, it's just a fucking phenomenon that she exploded the way that she did. But to mm-hmm. have someone come at me and say, you shouldn't read her, you should cancel her. And I was just like, the fuck? So like, why, why did they want to cancel her? Because they believe that she's not a true romance author because what she's depicting in her books is like relationships and it's not romance. And she mentioned- It's not Amish romance, okay? They say that she's romance, But they did this big- Like like, bad relationship. It ends with us or what? No, or all of them. And like a a lot of them. A lot of them. I will caveat that I've only ever read Verity. Same. With Kaylee. And I will say- had I started with that book, I would have not read more of her books. But because oh, really? I started with a different one, yeah. Because we'll go well, into it end, when we yeah. start discussing Verity. Because okay, I had trigger warnings, um, and I yes, probably yes. won't will read any more Colleen Hoover. Um, well, but what's crazy? Like is this is totally different than from everything she's written. like. I've heard so that being too. a one click and starting with. So the very first book that Colleen ever written and published a was episode, guys. I yes. already feel it. This may be a two-parter. Um, was the Slammed series. It is a very YA book. Ooh. It's freaking phenomenon, phenomenal. And the next book series that came after that was Maybe Someday. Maybe Someday is I just saw that fuck, one. it's oh you guys. 
it gives me all the feels. It's amazing. I don't like those. But it's not oh, a actually bad. actually wanted to read that one. <laughs> it's, listen, listen, number one, starting off, Verity is nothing like anything she ever wrote. It is a completely three, like a 180 from what she normally writes. And Babe, I can't see what that is. Yeah, that's so, all of Colleen's books. Yeah, okay. so my coworker sent me this and I was going to send it to you, Jen. It's like all of her works and kind of how you can read it and go through it. Yes. Like how, like technically it ends with us is a standalone, but then yes. there's a second he one with us yeah. Yeah. And so read it as she alone, yeah. just that book yes um, and she did novellas like she did the hopeless series so there's hopeless and then after hopeless came the leading male in the first book and hopeless it became his story so like she's on the cover of hopeless and he he's on the cover of the second one from maybe someday it became two separate other books that were novellas that was like maybe never or maybe always or something. I forget the names of them. And now that I don't have all my books grouped together um, <laughs> for my rainbow books, um, I can't pick them out, but I had them all in order, right? But she would kind of just lean into these characters that just never shut up. Um, Ugly Love was one of my favorite books. It is a lot of heartbreak. It's an emotional read, hands so down. So that's not one for Kaylee. Not for Kaylee. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I don't do emotions. I, I love it. But she, in this article, um, like getting back to that, she was talking about these relationships that Colleen depicts. But what I've always loved about Colleen is that these depictions and these love stories, if you will. They're real life. They're not real life. Christmas movies. It's, it is not, like you said, it's not an Amish tale. You know, it, it's not Christian Grey, but she compared her books to Christian Grey and the possessiveness. Um, this woman in this article also touched a bit on Twilight and how possessive Edward was. Um, and, and talking about kind of like, like He's in November a fucking not. vampire. That like, should have been our first sign not to listen to her. Exactly. Yeah. Her ending acknowledgments go to it's E.L. James, right? That's uh, that's uh, yeah. Christian Gray. She yeah. she has a big huge section like thanking her in it too, and I was like, oh, this is weird because I didn't I didn't know that. So yeah, and then <laughs> this goes to why, like I was Marco Poloing, um, Jen and maybe Amanda, and I was saying why I probably will not continue with Colleen Hoover (laughs) is because I live in real world, right? Like I have seen the abusive relationships with my sister. I have seen them in my jobs and having to deal with people's lives and careers. Yeah. When I read, I do not want to dive into real life stuff that I've been through already through other people. Okay. Wait, so I read young adult and dragons and fae and magic and and they have um, the abusive relationships in them too though look at tamlin yeah but i can take yes. that because there is there is magic. other things that it's, go with it's it it's so not focused you, on that yes it's yeah. not it's stuff fantasy. that i can be like that's happening next door right yeah. or yeah. i've already lived through this with my sister like yes. I've been through every step of the way I can okay. understand it and acknowledge it but also understand that it is a fantasy world and know that real life things happen but it's also an escapism because she can grow wings and and talent you know <laughs> like so the darkness that- becomes part of her right so, so like 
she can like I I don't know and that's where yeah, that's like a good point though that's a good point I but I, I think like, that's interesting because y'all are all like if I had read Verity first because Jen you've read multiple of her books and Alicia's like I couldn't read any more of her books that's the only one of her books I've read and that's the only one that I in I will read and I enjoyed it because I it's love the kid stuff the thriller the stuff dark it is the kids usually y'all know me I can't do kid stuff but the mindfuck part of it where I was you don't so know. constantly <laughs> like was this real or was this Are not we ready real? to dive into the actual book yeah. Okay, so let's do a trigger warning first. Okay. I will say before we dive into this, like obviously this is going to be a spoiler episode, but listen, there is a lot of trigger warnings in this abuse. book. There's abuse, there's child abuse, there's neglect, um, there's spousal abuse. Possible murder. Murders. Um, For sure murder. Actual murder. Yeah. yeah. Legit, it did happen. So just know that before you continue into this. That- do you have an like a a more um pinpointed like trigger warning because this re- this book really triggered you a lot. Oh yeah, I think I told you and I think I told Jen. I marked yeah. her and I got to I think chapter 9, not even Verity's chapter 9, yeah. chapter 9. Um mm-hmm. and I was like I don't think I can keep going. I remember and- you saying that. That's why I wanted to ask you cuz you said this had a lot of triggers for you. So if you have like a more pinpointed trigger warning i wanted That's to make sure not as attempting to abort attempting to abort your pregnancy Ooh. okay yeah that's a tough that yes so if you can't deal with that oh if God. that's something that's 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 triggering for you you probably shouldn't listen to this episode and definitely don't read the book no, so jen sure. will you read the synopsis for us so people can just kind of get an idea of what what the book's about yeah you want me to read the whole yes summary yes. yeah i think it's good all right So the synopsis for Verity is Lo and Ashley is a struggling writer on the brink of financial ruin when she accepts the job offer of a lifetime. Jeremy Crawford, husband of best-selling author Verity Crawford, has hired Lowen to complete the remaining books in a successful series his injured wife is unable to finish. Lowen arrives at the Crawford home, ready to sort through years of Verity's notes and outlines, hoping to find enough material to get her started. What Lowen doesn't expect to uncover in the chaotic office is an unfinished autobiography Verity never intended for anyone to read. Page after page of bone-chilling admissions, including Verity's recollection of the night her family was forever altered. Lowen decides to keep the manuscript hidden from Jeremy, knowing its contents could devastate the already grieving father. But as Lowen's feelings for Jeremy begin to intensify, she recognizes all the ways she could benefit if he were to read his wife's words. After all, no matter how devoted Jeremy is to his injured wife, a truth this horrifying could make it impossible for him to con- continue loving her. A standalone romantic thriller from number one, New York Best Times, sorry, New York Times bestseller author, Colleen Hoover. Okay, so I love that that's, st- I haven't read this <clears throat> one obviously in a really long time, but I really like that it's called a romantic thriller. I think that's really cool. Which is why people were pissed, or this this one woman in particular was pissed. Right. Because she was like, "This is romance." Like, but bleh. I don't see how it's a romantic thriller it's because it's yeah, a and romance between Lowen and Jeremy. So, so yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna say we're probably not gonna go from beginning to end of this. No, 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 we're not. We're just gonna go with what comes out. 
That's what Lowen said. That is what she said. Oh, Jen, I love your cup. Do you like how giant this mug is? No, I actually made um a hot white Russian. Whoop whoop! Mm. It's coffee, Kahlua, cream, and vodka. So yeah. I mean, it is like eleven a.m. your time. Yes, I mean it's eleven thirty, so we're getting there. Somebody's <laughs> drinking somewhere. I mean, but I've we're got talking red. about Verity, so we need to. We drink. all needed drinks. Um. Yeah, there's no way you can get through this. This book, hands yes. down, start like number one thing. This is a tough book to read. It's tough. It's well, really I tough. feel like it was less until tough you get to me. the end. If she didn't have that chapter towards the end, like this is a tough book. Yes, yes. But I, I read thrillers. I love cop thrillers. I love murder. I read Same. a lot of those kinds of books. So this for me was, and obviously, I love Stephen King, The Shining, it, everything like that. So I am used to a more dark genre than y'all are. I can do thrillers. We've done a few thrillers. I don't I mind a mystery or a thriller. The children aspect of this book. And yeah. it wasn't until like Jen saying, just finish it. You guys saying, get to the end. I don't, yeah. I would have like, and I do not DNF books. Like that's a thing for me. I do not. Yeah. But the child endangerment, the writing of this mom so throughout oh, yeah. this book she hates her children finds a manuscript that Verity wrote and it's supposed to be an autobiography and yes. she details how upset she is with her husband and how she hates her children because they take away the love of her husband from her and she tries to abort them she tries to kill the one child after she finds out she only loves one of the twins. Well, it's it's not even only the aborted. It's the way she tried to abort with them. a mm. hanger. The, the fact that one of them came out scarred because, because of she it. tried to abort them. Like so, Allegedly. and then like the baby when she tries to like the choking, choking the baby, and when she leaves them all day. To sleep, to cry, to cry. To cry. I just, I just let, and then they're fine at night because I feed them before Jeremy gets home. I feed them and give them yes. love, and then they're fine because they're exhausted from crying all day. And she acts like she's the perfect mother when he gets home because mm -hmm. she's slept all day and they've laid in their cribs in their wet, dirty diapers and they've cried all day long, mm -hmm. starving. It's the level of hatred yeah. that she get, she puts. For this mom, that like for me, I will never relate to that. Never. Ever. And for no. me, it's like you're a mom, take care of your child. Like that's how like, I think. And so the fact that she wrote this stuff that was so dark, I was like, this, I can't, I can't, I can't deal with this. I know for a fact that most of us lost a baby, you yeah. know, like, yep. And the fact that someone tried to take a hanger after their husband showed how much they cannot wait to have babies to try to go into the bathroom and abort them and write how she tried for well, 30 he was sitting minutes. In the next room, happy and bliss, sleeping. Yeah. I just that was the that was when I messaged you and I was like I don't know yeah. if I can do this and because... that's that's why I like understood because I felt the same way I was like oh yeah. no 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 that's a big oh no for me like because of that like having lost a baby it's like seriously like this is too much and not but, even that yeah. but like as a mother even if you have never you know experienced that loss you look at your your child and you're like how the fuck honestly 
even having, if you've never been pregnant and you want to be pregnant, you know, and you desperately want to have a child, reading this could destroy you. I mean, a mother's trigger warning, right? A mother's intuition is to die for your children, right? Exactly. Like, so you see all these people, let's take our girl, Farah. She's all like, save my baby. I will die. I yep. do not care, right? I just, I follow like people, like couples on, Bella on social life. media. Bella, you know, I follow real life people on social media who almost died, but she's like, save my baby. Like before you even meet your baby. And then yeah. you have in this book, a person who's like, nah, I want my husband thick more than I want this. God, uh, she was right. Like, you know, this baby, like, and I'm just like, ooh, I cannot. I cannot. It's hard. It's hard it really was. It, I And I agree. It was definitely hard to read. And y'all know that I'd really struggle reading anything that it's hurt not, children. Anything. Is, right. Like I. Right. Leveled she that warned curse me about her. Garrity before I read it. And yeah. this was so dark. But again, the a lot of the police books that I read are rape and murder of young girls or you know things like that and I watch criminal minds like one of the episodes Jake and I watched last night because he's never really seen criminal minds so we've been binging all the episodes a 10 year old boy was raped and that's horrific and it makes you want to throw up right so I feel like I'm a little desensitized to the way that Verity was portrayed because it is written like a, a cop thriller it's written like that and I will say, like, you mentioned Stephen King. I've read some of his stuff, too, and it is all disturbing. Yeah, and I love This Stephen is kind King. of how, like, what it made me think of is, like, yeah. Stephen King has been writing for so long, but we're going to call out her for writing, like, this book that... Well, and it's not even just her, like... That, like, kind of softened the blow a little bit, so... Yeah, so many people, if you're going to call her out for writing a romance like that, a real-life romance, because, uh, you know not directly in my relationships but I know people who have experienced abuse who have triumphed through that gotten out nearly died and I don't think that this is a bad way to write romance because I mean like y'all said you know in the it ends with us or whatever I haven't read those but because I asked Rachel when she sent us that um article because I've never read any of the other books and she was like explaining to us kind of how it ended and I think that it's real life and like like Alicia said you don't have to read it because you don't if you want to escape from real life that's wonderful that's what I do most of the time but sometimes I'm in a serial killer crime mood and it depends she's a writer yeah right I mean like remember when J.K. Rowling came out in Harry Potter and people were like, "It's witchcraft, blah blah blah." We shouldn't read Burn it. Burn the books! Our Burn children are going to hell. When E.L. James came out with this erotica, I mean, I think you do what you want, right? You read what you want because if you don't want to read it, don't read it. All the beautiful and wonderful things that we just talked about last week was like the same for me. Like that's a huge age gap, and it's a little bit on the like child kind of predator pedophile yeah kind of level and that's like a no-no for me and rape is a no-no for me but I mean you know what I mean I think you read what you want to read right that's exactly. what it's there and for. like she's a writer I think she has every right to write her genre what she wants yeah, to write whatever yes. she wants like it don't read it 
you know, and it, exactly. like you said, Jen, it could help somebody who is in that type of situation, that type of relationship abuse to see that they can overcome, to see that they can get out of that relationship. So aside so, from that, that point, when you're like pushing past that awkward and you're still reading this for you guys who've just read it, like what were your thoughts like after that? Right. Cause you're like, Oh, I can't read this, but you're still going to push through and you're still going to read it. Right. So what comes next in the terms of emotions for you guys, as you you've just read this. Oh, I knew Verity was awake the entire time. The yeah. moment that yeah. she saw, she was sitting low and was sitting in the first time Verity looked at her through the window and she was sitting outside by herself. I was like, this bitch is still there or when um crew like what she was the window yeah, i was like oh children don't fucking lie children don't lie that i talk to my mom some people think they lie they're all oh, they're making a shit up nah 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 children <laughs> don't lie. i thought she was crazy like, because I thought Lowen was crazy. Like I oh. thought she was imagining it because I was wondering if that's where it was going, but it, but it didn't like nope. show me that enough. That bitch was yeah. awake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's like, I felt the same as Alicia. I was like, she's awake, but I was, yeah, so was, how I I was like, no if, if she's this psychotic, why has she not like killed or hurt Lowen yet? Like I, was I thought that's confused. where it was going. I was, was like, Lowen was going to get murdered. You can tell she's faking it, but then it was like, why is she faking it for this long? Like, I there were just so many questions. I just kept having more and more questions. Because Jeremy doted on her. That's why. Because Jeremy's whole life was her. But I I thought it was because she was just like trying to bide her time because like she wanted to steal crew. So do we need to talk about the the romance aspect of this since we're getting into them both? Mm. We can, yeah. Well, let's talk about that. I mean, number one, that girl got some balls. I thought they were hot together, Lowen and Jeremy. Me too. Ballsy. She's so So ballsy. She's got it on the the couch. (laughs) When she sees Verity, I don't know. (laughs) I don't think so. I mean, how long was it after Verity? Like, it's been months, though. It's been a while. Poor Jeremy. A a couple. Poor Jeremy, my ass. A couple months. But when you say poor Jeremy, but when you like go in deeper, it's been since. That's what she's saying. It's been since Cheston's death. You know, since he's really had anything, and he felt this. and in the beginning, more since Harper's death, I guess. Yeah, but for... I mean, they they literally had that weird connection in the beginning of the book. And you're yeah. like, something's happening here. You don't have like, and I believe in like these weird connections. And there was some connection with that stranger in the beginning of the book. And for him even, and Lowen? Yes. Can and we talk- he yeah. even said it later. He's like, I felt it. In the bathroom. In the can, bathroom. Can because- we talk about that first? Because... <laughs> The book starts out with somebody's fucking head exploding from getting ran nice. by a car. <laughs> okay. Like, typical was start. Was that? That's a typical, like, hands down, that is a typical Colleen Hoover start. I will attest to that. Her first sentences of her books are attention grabbers. Really? Like, I love with, that. Maybe I, someday it's like, I just hit, I just punched my best friend in the face. You're like, the. No. But, but I, I feel like, like they did it. Did it need 
Yes. After finishing it, I was like, did that have to be how they met? I yes. Mean, because the whole tragedy they needed to meet. But trauma. I, because I'm like, he could have spilled trauma. coffee on no, her and she tragedy. needed a new shirt. Like something big and tragic. Yeah. Something like gory and horrific to, to bring them together and needed to. Now, that's a toxic time. way to attach yourself to someone. Uh-huh. Like, yes. That's how she like yep. loved Jeremy from the beginning. Because yes. He, like, yep. I mean, off. because he was honest too. He's like, I just fished my eight-year-old daughter out of a lake four months ago. Like, he was honest. He was on it. And she's like, oh fucking shit. I'm I'm in my bra wiping up some guy's brains off my shirt. And this is how it was. Wishing I had a fix. <laughs> you know? Okay, I, I need y'all to say what happened to this man because everybody's probably like, what the fuck? Oh, Ooh, so he floated. stepped in front of a bus, I think, and he got smashed by a bus or a car. Yeah, he walked out when yeah, like, and he, it, he was it, a typical sh- New Yorker and crossed the street. Crossed the street the, and lowered the his right walking and got splattered <laughs> by it. Jeremy saw her and helped her too, but we didn't know it was Jeremy at first. Um, yeah, so then she goes to work in Jeremy's shirt and he's the client that she's going to meet yeah. at work. So my thing is the whole time with Lowen, you know that she sleepwalks. She sleepwalks, right? That creeped me the fuck out. Okay, I wasn't creeped out by her sleepwalking. What uh, I was, I was like, out that this, she was in Verity's bed. This okay? Yeah, that was. It that, was slightly to me, creepy. I don't care. Or Jeremy, like, I'll just you know lock you in here if it'll make you feel better. It's fine. I don't care. Yeah. What I care about is that the whole time she's like you get little snippets of it and she's like i was covered in blood right and then when you finally hear the story it's so underwhelming i'm like oh okay you stood on a railing for an hour and you jumped off like i thought you fucking killed somebody come on yeah yeah be more cool than just <laughs> fucking jumping off a rail that comes later when she's wide awake like, you you do this whole time where i'm like okay is lowen crazy and is she gonna kill everybody in this fucking family because she has feelings for jeremy so her sleepwalk self is gonna go kill verity no she just fucking like she just like my two shots of of jameson sorry is getting to me and she's like and my mom thought i was crazy because i stood still on this thing for an hour i'm like okay you're crazy and she's like you are crazy bitch you're not even that cool you just stood on a railing for an hour and then jumped off i thought she was gonna have like murdered an animal or something okay so what's funny about that is well you y'all have none of that i got none of that what I didn't either. What is that book that we just read? Uh, we were never here, and they, you know, she goes into the woods with her friend at the cabin, and there's blood. There's a dead animal. So that was kind of what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be something wow. like that, and I, I was just like, that was a little anticlimactic. Yeah, I thought it was going to be more, and that's why I didn't feel like I got enough from her for her to have been the crazy one in this yeah yeah same she really wasn't and I I, well and her interactions with crew I thought were so cute Mm -hmm. so nice uh you know she's sitting out there on the lawn chairs and she's Uh oh Jen says no you don't like her interactions with crew so I'm talking about these characters now I'm coming to realize at the end I didn't like any of them like I think Lowen was kind of trying to be like place herself to be his mommy so that Jeremy would love her more and I don't yeah. like that like yeah no I, didn't end up I, lo- I don't love just... any of them either I liked to have with the book but I don't I don't like Jen don't you know that I try to be them. Lucas's mommy come on <laughs> I mean you could be look at you <laughs> <laughs> I 
just kidding. Side note, my kid looks nothing like me. Like Emma looks like she could be my daughter. And uh-huh. My son yeah. looks like she could be Alicia's yes, son. Because my daughter is like darker skin, dark, dark hair. Yeah. Look and what kind of swinger shit was happening with you guys? Nothing. <laughs> no. We oh, met oh, after we, we were pregnant. We <laughs> so anyway, sorry. This, this took a deep and twisty turn. What are you eating? Watermelon. About Lowen's interactions is they didn't seem genuine. She was always trying to get information from him. It wasn't like, oh, here, I'm trying to be nice. It's like, hey, crew, I just read this about you and your mom. Like, give me insight. I feel like that's the writer in her, though. She was always delving for more information because she didn't know what was true and what wasn't. And she wanted to trust Jeremy, but she didn't know if she could completely trust Jeremy. So she's going to try to fuck him. She was like, let me make sure he all right. But I mean, after reading that manuscript, wouldn't you try anything to figure out what is the truth? For no, sure. Ask what a left. What you fucking talking oh. about? I'm out. She had but nowhere to go. Would you be homeless in your car? Like, yeah. She, she, she had didn't no reason she... to believe that was anything but the truth either. That's a testament to Verity's writing. Like it was yeah, so right? good. It was believable. Y'all, I would be out. That's I don't care. Ass. Yes, I will live in my car. I am not going to be that little mm-hmm. white girl murdered in the movie. Okay. Y'all can be crazy and stupid if y'all want to and stay in that house. I'm gone. I will live I on know, the street. Like, she was desperate enough to save money and wait for that to like live in this house with someone she knew was still awake and like faking her death and reading well, she would be stuff. a murderer uh-uh. she did no. doubt herself a little you know what got me though was when she finally hooked up with jeremy who i'll just caveat that jeremy probably is a very amazing lover because mm-hmm. he's, he was an amazing lover right so i'll mm-hmm. give jeremy that um Prop. but props jeremy but when they finally had their like all nighter and she bit the same spot that Verity bit, like that's her like, being why? a psychopath because she's also semi a psychopath because she that's stayed, what I said. Trying to be she the stayed new in the house. Like Kaylee says, a normal a normal human being would have left. She is messed up herself. She I mean, literally she wanted her to take her place. She did. Yeah, she took she her wanted book, to take her writing. She wanted exactly to take it. his mate, have more children for him to be his new wife. She wanted yep. to be Cruz mom. She so that. Was the that car with the pillow. I go. So after they had sex the second time, and they both don't pull, they do, both don't do anything. She wraps his legs around her, and he doesn't care, and he he goes inside of her when they both know there's nothing, and then he leaves, and she props herself up. She pulls with some the crazy. Pillow? She pulls some crazy. I was like, shit. crazy girl. Like you're trying to trap this fucker right now, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm just saying again, it goes to the testament of like. In the beginning, I'm like, this girl ain't quite right. She ain't right. She literally is trying to like, it's some like, what's that shit called? Single white female. The single no, white she, female. She didn't want to write the books. Like that. No. That's where I'm like, I don't think at first this was her intention, right? So I don't think she's she's always psychotic. I think she didn't want to write the books. Jeremy kind of like pressure. She didn't, and Jeremy's like not pressured but it's like do it this way and you'll definitely get it like you don't have to put your face in the name because she turned it down right and then she got in the house and then she saw how awesome a a father and how attentive he was as a husband and then i think that's where it started to to turn where it's like that could be me are you a normal person do you go around tearing up letters from your new person's ex 
I like, would. And then eating this? 100%. So, yeah. yeah. What What would each of us have done? Murdering them first. Okay. Are we there? We should we have there? you talk about okay. that part. Let's go. Let's talk about that. Let's go. Verity at the end comes out of it after she's like, she's awake. Jeremy comes up and says, you better be awake because he still thought she was paralyzed. But first, Lowen shows him the monitor the in there. And he just says, where do you find it? Where do you find it? So he already knew. <laughs> anyway, turns out Jeremy tried to kill her before. She was Twice. faking. She was faking it the whole time. And they killed her, right? Thinking that she had killed Harper. Then months later, after they're hold pregnant. Hold on. When you read the manuscript, you think she actually like went and ran her car. Yes. Into a tree because that's how it ends. She said, well, I guess I'll just go run my car into a tree. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you don't find out all this stuff about what Jeremy did until after. After. Like, after she she was, has a monitor in the room. Once, she sees her like crawling on the floor. She tells Jeremy they go in. They find out she's she's actually awake. So then they kill her using the same techniques that she was going to use to kill Harper when she was six months old. Okay. Then they find a letter. The letter explains. Not they. No. Lowen just finds her. The letter. Lowen realizes there's a hole in the floor. And that's true. Which they find and the, knife, the, the knife. The knife that was really there. Okay. Anyway. They find the knife. And they find. Uh, Lowen finds his she. letter. The letter explains that she wrote the manuscript as a writing exercise to get into the villain's head. And antagonistic antagonistic and jeremy found it two days after harper died okay the manuscript the manuscript and tried to kill her and she's been biding her time pretending to be because she's like it's either i'm going to jail for the death of my daughter or you're gonna kill me to steal crew and run away now i mean let's let's time out Jeremy tried to kill her twice. When he read this manuscript that he thought was real, that was a real depiction of how she had treated their children for years. Eight years. I mean, he was enraged. He tries to choke her. And when that doesn't do it, then he puts her in the car, duct tapes her hands in her mouth, and runs their fucking car into it. She wrote it. That's what she wanted to do. Without a seatbelt. Without a seatbelt. Anyway, jokes on you, Jeremy. She didn't die. Owen decides to rip up the letter. She eats some of it. She flushes some of it and never tells Jeremy the truth of the letter. She's pregnant, by the way. Don't forget that. You don't know the truth. So, and this was my, my question to Jen and Amanda. Do you believe the letter Verity or the manuscript Verity? I think it's she left it to like pick which one you want. I don't know if there's a definite answer. I think it's what would you rather it be? Like I'd rather it be that the manuscript was a lie because there are piece parts where like um, Lowen's talking about the picture she's looking at on the wall and that Verity looked very happy with the girls in the photos and she's like, oh, she faked it so well. So there are little things like that where I was like, like I, I, I think I believe Verity's letter at the end. What about you, Amanda? I think the letter too, but then now I'm thinking of the fake, like, yeah, 
of faking the pictures and stuff. I don't, I believe, I think it's letter verity, I think. You, Leisha? You nope. Manuscript verity, hands down. Me too. I'm telling you right now, you do not ever think those things of your child, whether or not you are in a writing mode. Never once does a parent think of that, even oh days God. after. And let me tell you, I flipped a canoe. I flipped a canoe. You don't whisper to a child while it's flipping, hold your breath. You have to scream it loudly. So Harper would have heard the same thing. Nah, nah, nah. She picked a fucking child. She was a manipulative. If she wanted to get away with crew, it's been months since she's pretending. How many times at the doctor could she slip away? How many times could she slip away, slip away in the middle of the night when she locked them in the thing? She could have took crew that night when she locked them in the room and left that night. She fucking is a psychopath I and just... she was waiting. And if he's such a good father, why would she have wanted to take crew from him? Fuck That's the you. difference is... Go. I just thought you don't want to believe that she wouldn't think these things. And I don't want to believe she would actually do that. I know people out there like that though. I'm like in the middle because now I just thought of the scar thing and how the baby actually came out with the scar. Baby did have a scar. (laughs) And that's freaking weird. (laughs) What about you, Rachel? Shit, I don't know now. Because originally, if you'd asked me five days ago, I would have said, man, um, Letter Verity, because I'd have been like, there's no way she did this to her That's kids. my girl! Haley! That's my girl! What do you think, but she's also a writer. Like, she could have... Yeah, I know. She could have faked also she a writer. Letter, she like, faked and this is why I wanted your one. opinion. As a writer, you cannot put yourself in that mindset and not immediately shy away of your children, because your base instinct is to protect your children it is to love your children. And just, honestly, if I attempted to put myself in the mindset of aborting my children or murdering my children, I would immediately get sick. I would immediately, my stomach would hurt and I wouldn't feel well. But how many times have you as a mother thought about something terrible happening to your children? Maybe not from your hand, but from other people. Every day, every day, but okay. that's my biggest fear. And that's not something exactly. that as a mother, I would even write down. But tap into that. Colleen Hoover's a real person. And she's, I, I was literally and she's just ri- And that. she's writing these things. She is. Can I read, Go can I read this part? She says in her letter, she says, imagine it for a moment, a mother grieving the loss of both her daughters, writing a fictional workup that accused one of them of murdering the other. It was beyond disturbing. I realized that, which is why I cried the entire time I typed. But I thought maybe if I released my guilt and my grief into this fictional villain I had created, it would somehow help me in a twisted way. She's such a manipulator because I'm telling you, she locked them in a room. They had to break a window open. Why couldn't she have taken crew that night? As a mother. She didn't have the money. She needed the money. money. As a mother Just like Bowen was. Look, if I was broke as shit no, and living in my car money. and I thought my kids were in danger, fuck off, I'm out. I'm you out. I would have found me. money. I don't care how much money I got. She doesn't think her kid's in danger. She knows her kid's not in danger. Then why take her? For, why take him from his father? 
because she, she because she wants because she, she wants, feels she's in she wants to be able to be yeah. alive again and she wants I mean, how would she ever be alive excuse me wait a minute time out he tried to kill her twice if you thought or if Derek tried to kill you twice and you thought that you were in the midst of the throes of an abusive relationship where your spouse your lover tried to kill you would you not do what was like have you seen enough by with Jennifer Lopez, yes, but he only yes. tried to kill me because he thought I killed our daughters. Exactly, but he's still a killer, right? Okay, differently. Once again, they all if end Derek up being terrible. Or people. one of you guys ever try to kill my children, I'd kill you in an instant and not feel bad about it. In an instant, Facts. now I feel bad about it. I'd fucking kill Derek instantly, and no, I would but, never kill my kids. But he hasn't. Hey, Derek, this is hypothetical I'd situation. Probably help you with that. But, Derek, do not feel afraid. He would kill her instantly if he thought if she was a Rob would too. If Rob killed my child. So Rob, if Rob even had the inkling. Try and kill her because he thought she killed a baby. And that's like it wasn't the baby. It was both of the girls. Or the girl, yeah. But but he never hurt a kid. If she's letter verity, she's a good mom. And she wants her kid. Then where did the knife come from? And she's afraid of her husband. So she takes the kid and she leaves. So why was okay. there a knife that was hidden? Yeah, let's talk about the knife. Wait, wait. To protect herself from Jeremy when he comes at her and tries to kill her again because he realizes wait. she's faking it. As a mother. Why is she faking it for five months? As a mother. She doesn't think he will listen. She's a mom of three. She's tired. Just wait. <laughs> listen, listen. As a mother enough, of children, enough. right? If you lost two of your children in any way, form, or fashion, could writing that one of them was a murderer make you feel better? Nope. No. no. Did that help you in the grieving process? No, we do not all grieve in different ways in that. You can't. I like you playing devil's advocate, though. I like that. You can't pretend that you're writing that you were terrified for one of your children because the other one was going to murder her and say, I'm trying to tap into my villainous ways. Y'all, if I'm trying to tap into my villainous ways, your girl is going Stephen King brain. I'm murdering other people, but not my kids. I will sell my soul to the devil. To the writer, Kaylee, right? So do you yes. think, I mean, there are writers out there that write like that, right? I'm not the so how is that? In here, who's a horror writer. Bring him in! Robin, yeah, hey, that's the thing is that there are writers who do create things like that. That ha- that their writing is no has no reflection on them. Well, honestly, like- I have never read anything. And I've read a lot of cop books. I've read a lot of really awful things. Like something that stands out. Um, to me, a book I read a few years ago, um, this, it was a a thriller cop type horror book that I would never read again. And I would never recommend to anybody because it stayed with me until now because it's so troubling, but the, um, a couple of people come into a lawyer's home because he, he didn't get off somebody in their family, you know, and they shot his wife in the face They took one of his daughters and brutally beat her to death. And the younger one, who was like nine, ran out of the house and he raped her and sodomized her with multiple different, with the knife that he killed, he attempted to kill her sister with, with sticks, 
he raped her. You read this? I And it has stayed with me, but there are not, and I've read a lot of cop books, y'all, a lot of um, awful criminal mind style. And it's obviously, I'm sure all of you have seen a, a type of show that's like criminal minds. It's a cop show. Sometimes it's a struggle to watch because it's kids. And in book form, it's so much worse because you know as readers. So detailed. It's so much more detailed. And I have read a lot, a lot of things. And yes, could I write awful, horrible, horrible things that happen to other people? Absolutely. I could absolutely write that. I mean, you see even our favorite, you know, Sarah Mass type disemboweling, like murdering Aelin was a an assassin you see blood gore Lysandra is covered in blood when she murders Arabin and we picture those as deep readers we see those in our minds and we're not disturbed by that because it again it's a different world but as a writer I could never ever ever picture one of those as my children without completely traumatizing myself to the point where I couldn't write anymore because that would be that would be like PTSD, awful, traumatizing. These are my babies. And anything yeah. that I think of, of criminal minds, anything happening to my kids, because I do struggle with the anxiety of things happening to my children because of sometimes the things that I read or the things that I watch. And and, it, and it's tough. Like we have ADT and I check every single one of my windows every night. I read Elizabeth Smart's book. So I check more than just the windows because I'm so paranoid. Oh, like I was watching these criminal minds, true story, cold case files. These yes. missing like these little girls on bikes. And Isabella it makes you next, so paranoid. Isabella the next day is like, can I go on a bike ride? And I was like, mm. fuck that bike. Your We're going shit in the dump. We need to get a bike. We don't have bikes here. I don't think you should exercise. I think you should stay at home. Lock no more your video games. Cosplay today. I was thinking about the, the canoe scene again just now because like I how, did see you there doing this. I was I was I was, <laughs> like, I, was I was zoning out over here because how do you Thanks. how do you with two young children only grab one one of your kids when you're in the water and they she had a great them. she had a great story about that though she had a good story. Why so, these fuckers didn't have a life jacket? Assumed the because other one could swim. She right? knew the other one couldn't swim. She, she said that she thought she could swim, right? Something like she that. She said that her biggest mistake could swim. So she think well, the first thing she said was that she did own the mistake of they should have been wearing life vests. Oh, a mistake. Oh, fuck you, bitch. But they'd been at this park. They'd been at this lake. They'd been going canoeing before. She'd been in the water. She didn't think. But the son was like panicking and trying to drown her. True. So her. Yes. So her goal was to get him and then go back for her because she thought she was right behind her. Okay. So I can see that because my kids do have a big age gap. I have a four-year-old and a 13-year-old. And I would assume that my 13-year-old who is taller than me and weighs as much as I do could take care of herself while I saved her four-year-old brother. However, but they're eight. The girls are eight, right? And my but kids, they also my they not, have been I would not raised of Matthew. Let no, me no, they have been that. raised by the water. I, so many people, when they live and are raised by water, you teach That's your true. child how to be around water. And so let me tell water. you, when you canoe, you instantly know 
when you flip I am an expert canoeer over here when you flip the canoe you instantly go under the canoe and you hold on to the side of the canoe because that's where you get your air like you hold on to the side of the canoe in the underneath the canoe so it would have been a net in the water you say that that in the book because she in the manuscript she says she went back and looked to see if if she's under the canoe it's that easy you go get okay you flipped it as an adult of the canoe and then you go with the other and you go underneath and you paddle the fucking canoe like this to the show you flipped it as an adult right how to do that i did it (laughs) in fourth grade I okay. learned that in fourth grade. I guys, but I still etiquette in fourth grade. I was a Girl Scout, guys. I learned it in New York. How to flip and survive. I didn't learn that. And as a 13-year-old. Fourth grade, guys. I learned that shit. And I still know it at 34 years old. Okay, but time out. There was a lot of other things. And it's one thing to know these things and then another to be in the moment, right? Not to mention. Not panic. <laughs> Not to panic. Also, we had the net. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there was a okay. lot. Of- you could have just had crew hold on to that. Took- you could have went and found Hannah. that girl. No, apparently her fault is that she didn't put them in Girl Scouts because they would have known. <laughs> right. Y'all keep saying the net and I don't remember what you're talking about. So I need oh. you to. Oh, okay. Her so fault is fishing net. In the net. Her That's fault- how she drowned. She, she drowned in the she- net that Jeremy had actually lost in the water a couple years prior. So when she went under, she got caught in a net and couldn't come back up. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't see that as a red flag. This bitch making a it Jeremy's fault when he lost that shit in the water two years ago. Y'all don't see it. It, it just magically came back up. That's how she died. So, but in the manuscript, in her last letter, she admits that it was her fault because she should have put them in life jackets. She yeah. does say that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I I see parts to all to both sides, and I don't know which one. Goes. It's hard. It's manuscript verity. You don't think of that shit about your kids unless you mean it. I don't know, man. I feel like their manuscript as a writer. Listen, even a here's the deal. We're going on a girls' trip and we're going canoeing. And I'm gonna I'm Fuck gonna yeah. flip this fucking canoe. No. no. I want I'm one of you to say hold your breath. And not scream it. I want one of you to say, hold your breath. And we'll see. Take me okay. I can't swim. I got you, girl. I won't let you drown. I know. Okay, I'm going to let her drown the ride. That's part, part of the thing. Girl Scouts, all right? Like, <laughs> but I was a Girl Scout, too. They didn't teach us that shit. They taught yeah, us how to sell cookies. New York either. summer camp Girl Scout. Girl, I stayed in a cabin for a month and learned all this good shit. A month? How to weave baskets. Sorry, a ma'am. Month. Don't keep my kid for a month and I didn't know this? Not anymore. Not There's anymore. This is back in the day, girl. Yeah, Bailey would never write about camp was only a week. Yeah, my longest. It was camp. a weekend, and our mothers had to come. I had the best time. I went to I the, first the, the best. Jack for a month. Four H. I learned how to shoot a bow and arrow. I learned how to tie back. I have a bow I and arrow. There. We I learned how to ride horses. We learned canoe etiquette. I, I learned a- how to sew. I did canoe etiquette. etiquette. It's called canoe etiquette. I don't know. That's, that's what, what I think the etiquette keeps saying. <laughs> There's a two-week, I'll ask Erica, but Kaylee, there is a two-week camp here in North Carolina, like towards the mountains that Peyton just went to. Bella ain't going. 
Oh, well, okay. You can make I'm it. Not in the room. Not, he's nope. here. not without the ADT. Crazy. Not without the ADT. She says she can't go without You're right. You're right. I've been watching Criminal Minds every single day of I my life. I see how that shit plays out. Okay. I, I know. They'll take We my will baby. have to, but I'm agree to disagree because it could go either way. And I think that to me is what makes this book so, so good. Good. You just, it's like Marrow from Taryn Fisher because. Or the wives. The wives. You Who's ended, crazy? You're like, who? we were never, we are here. We were never there. We were yeah, whatever it's called. Here. We were never here. It's the same thing. Like you Who's just, crazy? Who is it? You're like, who the fuck is crazy? It's is me. It? Okay. I'm it's the me. problem. It's me. It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Thank I'm you. I'm always the problem. My children can attest. <laughs> I just got called out because I said, have children. They said, it'll be fun. They said, and Isabella looked at me and said, well, you the one who kept getting pregnant. So <laughs> this, this Damn, bitch. she is savage. This bitch. Rob, she said, you should have just stopped with me. Then it would just be the two of us. <laughs> Damn. I said, are you Verity? Are you the Verity in this situation? Are you the problem? You're definitely a problem, but I love her to death. She's her own person. But Rob was like, I think you should stop. I think you should stop right there and just go cosplay. Right? Get away from your mama before she becomes Verity, okay? Well, that is one thing to say, have children, they said. It'll be fun, they said. And it's a whole nother to actually literally regret it. And I don't regret it. I would no, have. of course not. Because as parents, we all joke about that shit where we're like, I cannot. I cannot. Why did I have these children? I want to go out and get drunk every day. But I definitely I mean, would not take a Sometimes I regret it in the moment, but I never. When you want to beat them senseless because they're insane. I would not take a You leave them. You're like, I miss them. Well, I, I miss them like, so much. I love them. They're so, so cute. Quiet. Like that was like the night that they spent the night at your house. Look, Amanda's like, fuck that. I don't think that way. Her face is like, oh, I don't even like them kids. Right now, this is exactly why I'm sitting in this bedroom today because I wanted to murder mine this morning. No, but like even <laughs> when they crazy. Like recently we went out for a date night and Amanda kept my kids overnight. By the time I got home, you know, I was laying in bed and was like, my house is way too freaking quiet. I don't hear like the noise of the white noise in the other kids' room. Like I was like, I can't. Like, where are my children? Verity is insane. Okay, I don't care what y'all say. That bitch was awake the whole time. She tried to kill all her kids. That's just all there is to it. <laughs> Even like, though doesn't think that. She only likes Prue because he's a boy, and I don't know. All of us, yes, all of us have both gendered children, right? But how are we going to do as a boy? Just a boy. But you Logan just have the boy. pregnant and the pregnancy, like that's how this book ends is her like eating this Being paper pregnant, yeah. off into the sunset drive. Do you her. know? Why did she need to eat and flush? Okay, because, because, <laughs> because Colleen was giving an ode to Taryn right there. I don't know if y'all know that, but Taryn Fisher ate some of her father's ashes. She yeah. would bring them out and eat some of his ashes. And she, I guess it's like a fixation with her mouth. I don't know. But I, I feel like that was an ode to Taryn. For me, I feel like that was an ode to Taryn. Oh, yeah. Okay, so before we close, would you have, what would you have done with the letter? Would you have given it to Jeremy? No. no I would have fucking ran. I'm just saying. I wouldn't have run. 
I would have well, never out of there. So why does she need to run? I would have wanted Verity, Verity to be dead too because I think she killed her kids. So Justin, I, mean, I didn't like any of them in the end. They're all terrible. Yeah. They're all fucking terrible. They Prue, are all terrible. Prue was probably she, the best one. She I literally Jeremy murder Verity, but Justin, she told him how to do it. Are you kidding? Justin, so, she was like, "You need to make it look like an accident." I would have done the same exact thing she would have done. I have a happily ever after with my man I love, with the baby I have carrying. I would have flushed the letter. No one knows has to know anything different. Done. I wouldn't eat none of it though. No, I wouldn't. Why, why would he? See, he only tried to kill her because he thought she killed her children. He's not his a children. His children. I think their children. They are. I think killer. she just ate the parts with his name because that's how much she loves him. Oh, Jen, that's a. You're right. She does specifically call that out. You're right. That's yeah. nasty. That's fucking crazy. Listen, that's he, nasty. He's not a killer. He's okay. not. No, I don't okay. Know. The killer. So, Except when he literally killed her, and we know that part's true. Because, but because of he's what he a thought. parent. Right. I'm gonna kill you if I think you're killing my kids. I yeah, will kill yeah, Jacob. I can tell you right now, if so, like, yeah. Thomas tried to kill one of my kids, he'd be dead. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah, so right. like in general, he's not a killer. No. So that doesn't count. I don't think it counts. No. So I think I that Verity know. is a psycho. We literally just justify killing people. Absolutely. We literally just justified it. Oh no, I would absolutely. run. I don't need to go to jail absolutely. for that. Bye. Absolutely Bye. justified murder. What else is the death penalty? Yeah. Damn, Kaylee coming but in with the like, crew have kid, kid killers get murdered and it's fine. You get dead and that's it. Fuck, fuck you. The people that do it are not murderers. They're like I hope you get <laughs> raped in prison and then murdered. <laughs> okay. But this okay, I think you do part. have an imagination. <laughs> Well, I think Verity is a psychopath, and I think Lowen is possibly a sociopath. Yes. Okay. A sociopath can be influenced by a psychopath, and I think that I think that she had sociopathic tendencies. Oh yeah, because it wasn't until she was in that house with Verity that she started being right. crazy and want to like take over her spot. Right. So I feel like I she becomes like, manuscript Verity. Like she yes. becomes so obsessed with Jeremy in the end. However, like, she is going to love her children because she already loves Crew and she already thinks that Verity is absolutely fucking insane for murdering mama her issues. She, she did have mama time. issues, mama but issues. that's okay. Lots of people that have mama issues are spectacular mothers because of the fact that they were raised with shitty mothers. So I, I do feel like Lowen is possibly a sociopath because she did encourage Jeremy to kill Verity at the end of the book because she's like, yeah, do it. Just do it. Oh, he was going to well, do good it. Good on her. That he she was going to do it anyway. Absolutely. But she encouraged him. And that oh, she it, just and had to make sure he did it to where crew wasn't left alone. As an outsider's perspective from Lowen is an outsider in this nuclear family. That is sociopathic tendencies. Which is crazy because she also is smart because she didn't quote quote get her hands dirty. Oh, that's easy. Mm-hmm. So go to Kaylee if you ever yeah. need anything. Murder murder one hundred one dot com. Uh, my FBI agent. I've yeah, just, I just watched a lot of criminal minds evidence against you. <laughs> I've just watched a lot of criminal minds lately to my FBI agent who is listening to me. Oh, yeah. My husband. Well, yes, Jen's yeah. husband is an FBI agent. Don't say that. Cut that out immediately, Alicia. 
can't hear Call you. Call Julian in right now. Call Julian in right now. We need to find out what he's reading anyway. So what's he reading? What does he read? I want to know what he reads. He likes mystery thrillers. I love those. I'm gonna read read this recommendations. One. Um Rachel, are you saying anything or are you mouthing things? But I'm trying it so that it doesn't have to get cut out. But we just know what he did does for a living. But can he come in for real and tell us about some recommendations? Because I need it. Y'all, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I have not read a new book in about three months. Hey, we're doing a a, a husband episode soon. So. Are we? Rob? Yeah. Wait, what are you doing? A husband episode. Like, what yeah. about it? Like, we're I getting- love Amanda's face when I said I haven't read a book in three months. She was like, are you? Are you serious? Yeah, a new I, book. A new, a new book. New book. I've been listening been to I, I've been listening to Outlander um basically all day. That's so all Jacob never does. Are you kidding? It's a comfort listen for me. So Jacob basically knows the entire story. Like he knows more than y'all know right now about Outlander because we took a bath last night and we laid there for forever and just listened to Outlander with like candles and it was so nice and just relaxing and listening to the book. You guys check out the Territorial Fay Podcast on Instagram and listen to us wherever you find your podcast. We have the rest of this season with some really interesting topics that I think you guys are going to really enjoy. Um, this, I think, is one of, it kind of goes back to the um, the apothecary book that we read where we agree to disagree. We love it, but we hate it. We don't right? agree to disagree because I just disagree. Okay. But I think it's books like these, like Verity, where you read what you want to read. Yeah. This one is so open to interpretation. You interpret it the way you want to interpret it. And I think that is what makes this book a good book. And while, yes, there are some terrible, terrible things that happen in this book, um, I am very grateful that you guys powered through it and you read it and that we can have this discussion today because I know it was not an easy situation. Um, And it was a straight domino effect, Rach, from you reading it to forcing me to read it because I literally cannot count the number of books Rachel has forced me to read because she's like, this destroyed my soul, read it and uh, revel in my pain. I mean, and- If you guys are interested in checking out, again, this book is not like all of Colleen's books. It's not. It's not emotional. You should definitely check out the rest of the books that she's accomplished publishing. Um, Her and Taryn Fisher have also co-wrote books together. Mm -hmm. Um, What is it? The Never Never series. Um, They just recently released new book covers for that. That's a super cool little baby they're like novellas, but they yeah. make up one book. But I think you guys, if you're interested in that, it's kind of still another mystery. And if you're um, interested in book events, um, Colleen has uh, Book Bonanza. Was that what it was, Rachel? Yep. Um, but they are getting ready to kind of dismantle the bookworm box. Yeah, um, but to- they're still going to do the Book Bonanza, I'm sure, right? I think this is probably the last year. I'm not sure. Bummer. Um, I've heard some kind of mixed reviews. So if you're interested in those, tickets are probably already sold out, but you can always make a trip to the bookworm box. Colleen, or constantly- people sell their tickets, you know, come close to the situation. Yep. And people are constantly like, Colleen is very good about giving back. I think yes, that's one of the very. best things. She was, before she became a full-time author, was a social worker. So her story, just in how she became an author, is 
is Colleen was a social worker. I did not know that. Yep, that's where she got this story from. Probably is. She probably got that shit from the crazy shit she's had to deal with as a social worker. Like, I want to be a foster parent, and I'm terrified of all the shit that I'll have to deal with. Um, but and and then Taryn Fisher does the PLN retreat every year. Um, Rachel and I actually went to that in 2017. That was my first mom's trip since first bookish event. It was my first bookish event, and it was my first mom's trip since I had a kid in 2009. And let me tell you, as a, I'm sure most of our listeners, probably 99.9999999% are women and you're probably mothers. And I think it's important for you to know that you need to go to these events. You need to go to trips with your friends. You need to do those things for yourself because that was the first thing that I ever did for myself as a mom. And Rachel really encouraged me to get out of my box and to do things as a human being again because I was a stay-at-home mom and we are still people and reading is a lot of times how we get out of our zone as as moms it is a lot of times the only thing that we have to get away from the reality all the time of constantly being you know someone else is dependent on you and I really feel like going to an event either a bookish event because if you're listening to this obviously you are a book nerd here at least you try to be and you've hung with us this long because we're a bunch of lunatics recording a we are lunatics but it's so important to take care of your mental health it's so yes, this is a time you. where we set aside where it's like I was just talking about this Friday, actually. Um, I'm a part of an ERG and we were talking about books. It just happened. I don't know what ERG means. It's an employee resource group. Okay. Or a business, a a BRG, a business resource group, but it's a community, right? It's like a club, Mm -hmm. if you will, within the organization. And we were talking about self-care and books came up. And I said that we record a podcast. It's a dedicated time where we set aside to hang out. Even, I mean, Kaylee and I, yes, we're right down the street. Alicia, you and Amanda are right down the street, but it's like this time where we get together and we can just set aside and just hang out. And it's like you're here in person, which isn't possible right now, but this is kind of the next best thing, but it's a self-care situation for all of us because we're making time to do something for ourselves that doesn't involve the other members of our family. And it allows Mm -hmm. for us to spend that necessary girl time, which is more than just a text, more than just a Marco Polo. And we get to discuss books, right? Because reading- That's our jam. Reading is our jam. So um, thanks to Alicia and Amanda and Kaylee and of course, Jen. Um, Our podcast is always growing. We're always looking for people to jump in and share their opinions and thoughts on books. Um, if you are on social media, you can also check out Amanda at Quinn, Quinn, the rereads. Is it Quinn of the rereads? That's it. Quinn, Cause it's like queen, but it's Quinn. <laughs> I love it. Um, check her out on social media and ch- again, check us out wherever you get your podcasts and until next time, happy listening. <laughs>